in many communities and shuls, there are people who religiously dance and clap on Shabbos. Other communities and shuls are people who religiously do not clap and dance on Shabbos. Some communities and shuls, like ours, there are in one community and shul, people who religiously dance and clap, people who religiously do not dance and clap on Shabbos. Usually we have these types of... Um, <laughs> Usually we have these types of scenarios, situations where there's clearly two establishment Hogan and Clyde show. You only have scenarios where you have two well established Minogim and Clyde show coming, coming to explain, try to understand the various arguments of each side, as very, where they're coming from in the sources and how each other understands that and how they come out with their um, practical ruling, not coming to Tell people what they should do for that. People still catch right Eisenberg what you should actually do. Trying to understand what's going on over here. So the first source for this halacha of dancing and clapping Shabbos is a Mishnah in Masechet The Mishnah says you're not allowed to clap. You're not allowed to dance on Shabbos. The Gemara explains why not. We were, there was a concern. People start dancing, they start clapping, they get swept up in the atmosphere. They're going to um, pull out some musical instrument to play. The musical instrument may be broken. They're going to come to fix that musical instrument on Shabbos. Fixing a musical instrument on Shabbos would be a Issa Deraisa of Tikkun Mana. And there, because of that gzera, because of that concern, they said, you're not allowed to dance, you're not allowed to clap on Shabbos. The Gemari makes a very significant observation. But people do clap and dance on Shabbos, and no one's stopping them. One other one, I'm not getting up and saying, you can't do that. The Gemara says the reason why we don't do we don't, why we don't stop them, hanachlehem, leave them alone. It's preferable that they should. Do, they're not anyway not going to listen to us. If you get up and speak to tell them they can't dance and clap, they're not going to listen. So it's preferable they should violate this prohibition unintentionally, then go and know that it's us and still do it. That's why we leave, that's why we don't stop them. Hanachlehem, the Gemara calls it. Okay, so right now the Gemara sounds like it's clearly. Prohibited to cl- uh, dance and clap on Shabbos. Tysus comes and Tysus says, "No, no. Now the halacha changed. Why did the halacha change? Says people no longer are experts in fixing musical instruments. If people are no longer experts in fusing, fixing mu- musical instruments, we no longer have a concern. They're going to fix a musical instrument on Shabbos, and therefore Tysus says this gzera no longer applies, and you are allowed to dance and clap on Shabbos." And Tysus is somewhat difficult to understand. There are a couple of questions. Um, discussed by the Achreinim. First of all, we have a general rule that once Chazal instituted a Gzera, it doesn't change just because the practicality has changed. We don't, once Chazal instituted a Gzera, once you have somehow a bezin that's bigger than that first thing, bigger than that first bezin, which is virtually never going to happen, then usually we say that the Gzera remains even if the practicalities, even if the reasons don't seem to apply anymore. That's question number one. Question number two is People do know how to fix musical instruments. Look around this room. You know, there are for sure people who could probably fix a, a broken guitar string. Other things fix things. So another question is why? Why is I so convinced that things change from the time of the Gemara? Well, the Gemara said that people were experts or not experts. So still people today who know how to do that. Another question posed by the Chaim. There are answers to all these questions. However, does Tysus is a chiddush, as we're pointing out, even though with his answer, Tysus is still a chiddush. And the Beis Yosef points out that Tysus is essentially a das yachid, he's a lone opinion on this matter, and all the other Rishonim disagree and assume that the original gezerah of the Gemara still applies, that one is not allowed to clap and one is not allowed to dance on Shabbos. Wasn't there in the Gemara a big mafloka about Moksa 
Once, once we're not allowed to play them, they may be muksa. But that, that's first you have to start. Are you, what are you allowed to do with it? It's a separate question. Of, later, once you can't use something, then it becomes muksa. Questions: Are we allowed to use it? Um, now, even though we, even though there, even though this leniency of Tysus is not well accepted by the other Rishonim, there are two other leniencies that are very important that are that do have a much broader consensus. One is that you're allowed to clap in an unusual manner. That's brought down by men of the Rishonim, kind of like that, or something that's something that's different than the way you clap during the week. The reason why that may be um, per- permitted is because once you're doing it in an unusual manner, you're reminding yourself, no, no, this is different. Shabbos is different, and that will protect you from coming to violate any prohibitions. The second, very important, leniency brought down by um, Ma- the Maharik, the broad quotes of Haigon, so going back quite far, that there's a minog that on Shemchatayra we dance and clap, even though Shemchatayra obviously is going to be on Yantiv. Still, um, we'll dance and clap. Why is that permitted? If the Mishnah said you're not allowed to clap and dance on Shabbos or Yom Tiv, that's permitted is in, you know, because of the covenant Torah, because of the honor of the Torah, we set aside this rabbinic, um, we set aside this, rabbi, this rabbinic prohibition and we allowed you to dance and clap on Shabbos and Yom Tiv. So this comes out right now from the Gemara and the Rishonim, is that we had, the Gemara says it's prohibited to dance and clap. Why? Because Hanachlehem, leave them alone. It's prohibited to dance and clap because we're concerned you're going to fix a, you're going to fix an instrument. Still, we don't stop them. Why? Hanachlehem, people are not going to listen to you anyways. But it's of course prohibited. That means Tysus wants to say that maybe it doesn't apply these days. Most Rishonim disagree with that. But there are some other leniencies of doing it in an unusual manner and doing it on and and clapping and dancing on Simchas Torah. That's the. No, so saying this particular situation, we we can set aside a shvus. This particular, but we have this particular situation, we're allowed to set it aside. There are, couple, there are places where we don't, we're, we're not careful for every day. We'll talk about them later. But there, but say things applies, applies today. Just particular situation, we we, we we have the right to set it aside. Okay. Now, the question is, what does the price can do? It says, what is the 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 mechaber, what are the shochanah, the ramah, Mr. Brewer, How do they? What do they do with this halacha? So the, the mechaber is very clear. He says you can't dance, can't dance or clap on Shabbos. And end the story. He doesn't leave you much room for anything else. Um, he says you can do it in an unusual. You can clap in an unusual manner. But after that, he does not um, give you any more leniencies. And really, for Sveidim, the shear is much more difficult. Um, the Vadio takes a very hard line on, on a lot of these things. Because um, yeah, the Chaber does not leave much room for any leniency over here. There are more. First part pointing out that yes, we're not allowed to clap and dance on Shabbos. But remember, we don't stop people. Why? Hanachlem, leave them alone. Because anyway, he's not going to listen to you. Then the Ramah comes and says, there is an opinion of Taisus. Taisus said you're allowed to clap and dance today. And maybe the people who are clapping and dancing are relying on that. In other words, the Ramah opens the door a little bit and gives a justification for those who are clapping and dancing. He does not seem to be condoning the practice. He's not saying now it's a good practice. They're relying on Taisus. Again, doesn't seem to be that the to go against Taisus. But, okay, there at least there's a justification to what they're doing. They're not completely doing something that's prohibited. According to the Shokhanarach's understanding, the Fendel Khaber's understanding, they're completely just going against uh, a, a Mishnah. According to the Ramah, they're relying on an opinion that we don't pass it like. It's somewhat better. It gives the, opens the door a little bit. Now, question becomes, how did the Mishaburu, we know the Mishaburu is the most authoritative halachic work we have, how does he rule on this matter? Does he go like Taisus, that's straight up prohibited, no justifications, Asr? Or is he going to go like the Ramah, that there is some room for, there's at least an opinion that people are relying upon, as opposed to be completely Asr? So, it's really two parts of Mishabrua. We'll start step by step. Mishabrua says that today people dance and clap, 
Leave them alone. Okay, it sounds like, the simpler understanding of Mishabruah, sounds like, leave them alone, because, like we've been saying till now, better to do it unintentionally than do it intentionally. However, uh, if you look carefully, and many, many the contemporary Swarm do understand the Mishabruah that way, the Mishabruah hold that dancing is straight up prohibited with no justification. There are many of the Swarm do understand like that. However, if you look carefully at the Mishabruah, the, the I think there's a different understanding you can have in Mishabruah. We point out, my Rebbe, Rebbe Sol Stolman points out to me, I saw other Swarm say it as well. Mishabruah always brings a source for all the halachas he quotes. Um, he has the footnotes, he has Sharetzian, where he brings down all the sources of every, everything. This particular halacha, he's quoting a Yamsho Shlomo, who was a Maharshal, who was a contemporary of the Ramah. If you look inside the Yamsho Shlomo, how does he under, bring down this halacha? He says, there are people who dance and clap today, and Hanachlehem, leave them alone. Why? Because Taisvah says it's mother anyways. In other words, he's saying, leave them alone, but not leave them alone like we've been explaining till now, that it's better, that, that it's prohibited, just, that it's better they should do it unintentionally than intentionally. Leave them alone because there's a justification. Because there's a Taisvah. Anyway, again, he's not saying that's okay, but he's saying at least they have something to, to base themselves on. They're not just violating Shabbos straight up. So if you look, if you if you follow through the Mishabruah, he does not seem to be going like the Machaber strict understanding that it's straight up prohibited. He does seem to open the door a little bit and say, okay, there is an opinion of Tysus in there, and that at least makes it everything easier that there's an, there is some sort of justification for people, even though that's not the halacha and it's not what we're going to tell people to do. But if someone comes to ask you, but we leave them alone because they have something to rely upon. Okay, that's. Huh? Uh, stand, stand, stand. What does he rule about dancing, clapping, and Shabbos? So they learn that they understand that dancing, clapping is mutter or usser, because you can't do it. But there's an opinion that they're relying on those who do the relying on. Now, there's a second step in this Mishabruah, really coming from the, again, the same Marshal he just quoted. The Marshal says, General, you know, okay, Simchatera, we allow people to dance, right? That was unique to Simchatera. Other mitzvahs, generally, we wouldn't. However, now that we have an opinion of Taisus that said you can always clap and dance, and let's say someone wants to come to do it for a mitzvah, doing it, his example was a chasana, people used to get married on Friday afternoon, and they would you know, celebrate at night after one's already Shabbos, said since we have an opinion that it's anyways permitted, and someone's coming to do it for a mitzvah, says in my show, now it's permitted straight up, now you're allowed to do it. We said before, there's people who, who just clap and dance on Shabbos for whatever reason to enjoy themselves. That would be prohibited, but there's a justification that they have an opinion they're relying upon. When it's, been, when it's a mitzvah they're doing, now I put that together with the opinion of Tysus that there never was a prohibition, and he said, you're allowed to clap and dance on Shabbos in a place of a mitzvah. That is the opinion of the Marshal. The Shabura brings down um, this opinion. Um, he also brings down those who argue on it. It's not clear exactly how he's ruling. It's a little ambiguous. Is he ruling completely that you're allowed, that you're ruling that completely mutter like the marshal? Go ahead, everyone, clap, dance, and Shabbos, no problem. Or is he saying that if someone wants to, they can rely upon those opinions, but there's also room for stringency? It's not 100% clear in the Mishabruah which way he goes, but for sure someone who wants to has what to rely upon from that, from that Mishabruah, quoting from the marshal, in a place of a mitzvah. Now, I said it's not 100% clear which way this Mishabruah is going, there is a possible proof from a different Mishabruah in a different um, part of Arachayim where he's talking about the halachas of Kiddush Levana. And he says that on Friday night, we do not, we, we do not usually make Kiddush Levana. He says there are numerous reasons for that. 
One of them, says the Mishabruah, is because you may come to dance. People who dance after, after Kiddush Lavana. The Mishabruah says, who cares if you dance? I told you that you're allowed to dance when it's a mitzvah. Mishabruah says, no, because here you could anyways do it Friday, Thursday night. You could anyways do it Shabbos, so don't do it specifically Friday night. But it sounds like he's saying something which you would specifically have to do on Friday night. The only opportunity to do is Friday night. Sounds like the Mishabruah is saying it's 100% mutter. You could, the Mishnah when it talks about the halachas of clapping dancing, not a, a million percent certain if he's saying that it's 100% mutter or you have what to rely upon. From this Mishnah by Kedosh Levana, it sounds a little more like he's saying it's 100% mutter. We would let you do it if it was the only time you could do it. It sounds like the Mishnah at least to me, my understanding, seems to be saying that, that you have a mitzvah, it's 100% mutter to dance and clap on Shabbos. Although the gate may want to say there's just a uh, you're allowed to do it, but there's still room for shouldn't see. Fine, we can just, that's a separate point. You have to have a going on on top of Okay, well, very good, we get there. Now the million dollar question becomes, what is a mitzvah for these purposes? I know, what's a dance? Huh? We'll get to that also, we'll get to that also. We're going to find everything. Mitzvah, we're going to find all the different parts of here. Step by step. The, what, first of all, what's considered a mitzvah? So the marshal who said, who's the source of the whole halacha, that you're allowed to dance by a mitzvah, he says, by a chasana. Again, we said, we got married Friday afternoon, we're going to celebrate on Friday night. He says, that is a mitzvah, that you're allowed to dance by. Paisa can extend that. They say, even shavu brachas, even the afrif before, these are all included under that rubric of chasana, and you're allowed to dance. You have a afrif and shul, and people want to dance after. You're allowed to dance by that. That is many of the place can say that 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 would be included on the rubric of a mitzvah. Come on, the Eshel Avram Mibuchach. He was a, lived in the early 1800s. He was a, one of the early Hasidic place but he's somewhat, he's pretty much accepted even by the um, those who are not Hasidic as well. And he says like this. He says, well, "We're going to allow you to dance for a chasana, your simcha." But when it comes to Hashem Simcha of Shabbos, of davening on Shabbos, we're not allowed to let you dance? Can't be. Can't be that we're going to let you dance for your own personal Simcha, and we're not going to let you dance for Hashem Simcha, and therefore the Eshel Avram says, that is the justification, that is the reason, the justification says, that is the reason why we dance on Shabbos by davening. He says, because, remember, we're coming, that it's permitted to dance by a place of mitzvah, and he says, davening, dancing, davening on Shabbos is also a mitzvah, no worse than Dancing by a chasana, that is, I think, the main basis for those who dance, clap and dance by Kabbal Shabbos, is that it's, that, is, is that it's a mitzvah, and as we said before, the Mishabur seems to rule that by a mitzvah, one um, is allowed to clap and dance on Shabbos. What's he doing with the Gemara? Huh? What's he doing with the Gemara? The Gemara was talking about dancing. The Gemara is talking about a guy who is uh, going to the bar on Friday night and uh, karaoke. Go on. He's dancing on Shabbos for some other reason. Yeah. That's what the Gemara is. Yeah, so really, so really, really, Yashiv almost addresses the point Rabbi Katz is making. He is he's talking about someone, he, there's a question over there, not exactly the case of, of, of uh, davening, someone to know because they're allowed to clap and dance by their pseudo. The thing is, Miros on Shabbos, they're allowed to clap and dance by their pseudo. And Rabbi Yashiv seems to be arguing on this issue of Ram, and he says that the reason why you're clapping and dancing can't be the mitzvah of Shabbos. He says, can tell you two ways. One way is that covered Shabbos is not to dance. Because you know, protect the, the honor of Shabbos, that's better not to dance. You have a different reason. It can't be the mitzvah. You know, you, the covered Shabbos says not to dance. It's one way of saying it. Another way of saying it is that, more like Rakat is saying, it, that Chazam Egzer on Shabbos not to dance. It obviously didn't mean to include, didn't, didn't mean to exclude from that, well, except when it's covered Shabbos. That's usually what you're doing, dancing for on Shabbos. The, the Rabbi Yashiv would argue on this leniency and say that, no, 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 for, 
for, for the, the whole mitzvah you're doing, it is Shabbos, that's not sufficient. It needs to be something above that. A chasana or offer of sherebrach to be something on top of that. Again, that's into the machlekes. Again, those who follow the Eishel of Ram would be allowed to clap and dance the Shabbos. There are many swarm who go like this Eishel of Ram, um, contemporary swarm, and that would be, that is, I think, the main leniency for those who clap and dance on Shabbos. Again, we're going to assume that it's a mitzvah, and we're going to, we're going to assume that, that, that dancing by a mitzvah is permitted on Shabbos, and that this qualifies as a mitzvah, and that is, is the basis. Those who do not want to dance and clap on Shabbos by Friday night, they're going to say either, said it's not 100% sure if the Mishra Brewer was, was, you know, saying there's no reason to be machmer on that. Maybe there is reason to not to be machmer. That's 1.1. Point two is like Rabbi Yashif said, maybe this doesn't qualify as a sufficient mitzvah. Okay, that's the main part, I think, of the arguments why it would be permitted, why it wouldn't be permitted. Add on a couple more discussions. Mark said before, what is considered dancing? Well, you can say, break it up basically to three different types of actions that people call dancing. One, on one end of it, we'll call the, um, we'll call the, the shuffle. Um, you know, a lot of people are just, you know, walking, walking slowly in a circle, trying not to kick the guy in front of them too hard when they think it's going so slow. That's, that's one type of dancing. Um, at the other end of that, we'll call, you know, a coordinated dance, you'll call maybe the hora. You know, you're dancing to, with moves and, and, and set, set moves, and we'll put that in between, somewhere in between, where, you know, you're not just slowly walking around the circle, you know, there's energetic, there's labidic, yeah, but it's not like, you know, coordinated moves. You know, people are going, it's, you know, that's called that in between. So the first case, the shuffle, I think everyone says it's permitted. That's not dancing. It's walking slowly in a circle. That's not dancing. Howard says you can't tap on the floor with your finger. Huh? That's not dancing. That's No, when you're going like that, you're not doing anything. You're, are you allowed to walk on Shabbos? You're allowed to walk. Um, that, that. So everyone would agree. Everyone agrees that that's uh, that that's presumably not considered dancing. Uh, for, um, at the other end of it, someone doing a dance with moves, that is for sure considered dancing. The question is the middle ground, which is sometimes what, it, what, what the dancing is, depending how many people are there and how gishmak everyone's trying to be. But that's sometimes what it is, the middle ground, where people are dancing energetically, but it's not necessarily synchronized, moved. You could argue back and forth about that. Is that considered dancing or not? There is a Archoshokhan that's widely quoted who says that it's only prohibited when you're dancing according to the Seder Hashir, the order of the music. Now, does that mean you're dancing to a beat? You're dancing to, with a rhythm? Does that mean you're dancing like a synchronized move? It's not clear what he means. You could argue that various ways. Also, the Akshokhan may not be um, exactly, everyone agrees to him. A couple things. Akshokhan said, that's why it's permitted to dance in Simchotaria. It means that everyone told Akshokhan, who said that there's a different reason why it's permitted to dance in Simchotaria, because honor the Torah holds that's not a reason. Okay, fine. It means the Akshokhan is coming with a usual leniency which wasn't previously. Um, accepted. Also, you want to say that, 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 that the only thing that's prohibited is, you know, a synchronized dance. So the Mishnah Brewer is um, Kedosh Lavana. If you want to say that's what he was doing, they were doing the horror. Like, what, what, what were they doing? What was he concerned about doing? I presume, you know, you're going in a circle, maybe it was a little labor deck, but it wasn't like this whole dance, you know, presumably. I can't say it wasn't in Radin, but uh, one would assume. Um, so it seems like, okay. Huh? Yeah, fine. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's not. It's a thing. If we knew the Mishbru argued the Shochan, that would that would water down that leniency greatly, right? I'm saying you don't discuss it, but I'm saying. But maybe I have proof that he would argue on him. Yeah. I don't. I'm not saying that. I think you have proof that it would come out that Mishbru would be would be stringent. It would be much more um, difficult to be lenient on that.
Uh, that, that is, okay, again, you can argue exactly how to put that middle case. Maybe it is dancing, maybe it's not. That would be a possible leniency. Another possible reason maybe to be lenient, um, on Friday night, let's say, let's start during, during, the, during the winter. Um, we stop in approximately 15 minutes-ish before Mincha, before Shkia, right? Start Kabbalah Shabbos around Shkia. But about 10, about 10 minutes later, we're in the middle of Lechadaydi, right? That's what we call Bein There's a leniency um, known like this. If you put three ideas together, if you have something which is a Darabana, you have something, you're doing that, and what you're doing is a mitzvah currently, and it's Spanish Mashas. There's a leniency that we allow you to do that, with one caveat that the entire Tzibar had not accepted upon themselves Shabbos yet. So again, so let's go, let's meet these criteria. We have something that's a Darabonan, dancing and clapping in Shabbos is Darabonan. Is it a mitzvah? So we discussed that before the mitzvah, the threshold for this halacha is much, much lower. What's considered a mitzvah? And even almost any Shabbos need will allow you to do. You can argue for sure this is a legitimate Shabbos need for people who want to dance. Definitely it might be a considered mitzvah for them. Is it being a shmashas? 10, 15 minutes after Shkia? Probably being a shmashas according to most opinions. So we have a leniency. The question is, did they accept the entire tzibur accept upon themselves Shabbos yet? Yes, so, so where do we, where do we, where is acceptance of Shabbos occurring, where, where does it consider that the Tzibur accepts on Shabbos? There's a Some say it's Bayi Vishalin, the last line of Lechadaydi. Some say it's Mitzvah Mashir. Let me look in the place. There are two different, some people, Bayi Vishalin, some people, Mitzvah Mashir. Where do we dance? Where do people dance? In between the two of them. So it might come out that if you hold that we go like Mitzvah Mashir, so now it's, it's a Darabonan, it's Spanish Mashas, it's a mitzvah, it's mutter. If you say by Vishalim, now you'd be much bigger question. There still might be room for leniency, but it'd be a much bigger question. I saw something interesting I saw from Eliashev yesterday. He says um, there's many shul, like ours, that have minog that when you have an oval come in on Friday night, we say a makim When do we do that? In between by Vishalim with Mashir. He said any shul does that, obviously holds that Kabbal Shabbos only starts at Ms. Mashir. But otherwise, we wouldn't allow you to do it. There's a different opinion, different opinion. But he's saying if the shul is going like that, that's also anyway. You could also you could automatically, presumably, have in mind you're not accepting the entire shul. Then the entire shul could technically come along and say, "Well, no, we're not accepting Shabbos until we get to." Mizmor Shir is not automatic. It's assumed that's where the that's where Kleisholz assumes that's when Shabbos starts. In other words, but until you get to Meirif, one could he technically even have everyone say, "No, we're not accepting Shabbos." So the fact that we do Hamalkim Minachim. Um, after Lechadadi, as we do here, seems to indicate maybe that we go to the, that everyone's not accepting Shabbos until Mizmer Shir. That would again would be another room for leniency. Aside putting us upon everything we said before, could be another room for more room for leniency is that again it's Darbanan, it's Finnish Mashas, it's a mitzvah. Um, and that would, that only works if you actually think it's a mitzvah. If you don't think it's a mitzvah, maybe you, you know you don't enjoy it, you don't think it's a mitzvah, you don't think it's adding enhancing Shabbos, maybe that wouldn't be a link. So that, it could be another people who enjoy it and think it's a mitzvah great, people who don't <laughs> don't do it. No, no other reason for discrepancy how people practically do it. Again, it comes out practically there are those who will dance on Shabbos. Again, they're gonna assume that mitzvah is completely mutter, or they have at least what to rely upon to do a mitzvah. And second of all, they'll assume Kabbalah Shabbos is a mitzvah. Those who do not feel comfortable dancing and clapping on Shabbos will go to the opinion that that Kabbal Shabbos may not be a mitzvah, and they also may see there's room to be shunis, even by a mitzvah. Um, and instead, there are other possible considerations of A, is it considered dancing, and B, is this a time where anyways it would be permitted to dance, even if it would be rabbinically prohibited, usually on Shabbos.